know sometimes it feels like I'm the only one struggling with this or I'm the only one that feels this way or I'm the only one with this question. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Wholehearted Health Podcast. I'm your host, Elsie Seberg. And on this show, we are going to chat all things nutrition, mindset, and fitness to help you find your balance in your health journey and feel the most confident and free by making sense of one topic at a time. What is up, you guys? Welcome back. I am really excited because I think that this type of episode where I can just kind of speak my mind and speak on things that I am seeing reoccurringly. So I've been doing a lot of chatting with potential clients, a lot of women who are just in a really rough spot, mentally, physically, with nutrition, with their body image, with their confidence levels. And a lot of these topics today are, are things that I pulled from questions I get asked, things that I that come up repeatedly on calls and things that are coming up with current clients too. So hope you guys enjoy this style of episode. As always, drop questions in my DMs on Instagram. If I put a question box up, make sure you're following there just so we can stay connected on a more regular basis. Um, But if you're already caught up with the podcast, let me know because I know that there are a lot of people who maybe don't follow me or you find this one-off episode. But for those who don't know, this podcast has kind of just been something that has developed in the last year or so. I am trying to stay consistent with one episode per week, and I would love to increase that. But I also know sometimes, you know, slow and steady wins the race. We don't need to, I don't want to overwhelm people with content. Um, I know that's a silly thing to say because there's so much to consume on a regular basis that we almost, there's no way anybody could ever learn all that is out there. So hopefully if you're finding this um, and things that I'm talking about resonate with you, Hopefully you can just walk away feeling more enlightened, more empowered, more educated, and also just connected because I know sometimes it feels like I'm the only one struggling with this or I'm the only one that feels this way or I'm the only one with this question. So hopefully this helps you. Um, I'm really glad that you're here and stay tuned for the end of the episode. I'm going to chat about a couple things that are coming up that are really exciting, a couple ways that we can work together as If you don't know, I am an online coach, so I have group programs, one-on-one programs, and if any of these topics resonated with you, you would likely be a good fit for one of those. So the easiest way to find out is apply for one of my programs. I'll directly reach out to you. We'll hop on a phone call and find out what is the best fit for you, where you're at right now, and where you want to be. So number one question, and we're just going to jump right into it. This is something that I get asked all the time. And honestly, there it's there's so much taboo around overeating or binge eating. And as someone who had struggled with it in the past, I know that it feels like I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to acknowledge that this is happening because it just there's so much shame around it. But honestly, knowing one, you're not alone. Two, there are real reasons why this is happening. And in order to break the cycle, get off that hamster wheel of restricting all day, eating a lot, restricting all day, eating a lot, or compensating for eating more. It's like getting off that hamster wheel requires us to have a level of self-awareness and acknowledging, hey, this is something I don't want to do anymore. So first, getting to the root. Why is this happening? There are usually one or multiple of three, at least three different ways that we are restricting ourselves. We are feeling restricted. 
So number one, obviously physical. We're not getting enough calories in general. Our bodies are not getting the fuel that they need. Maybe it's calories in general. Maybe it's an imbalance in micronutrients. Maybe it's not getting enough of macros like a protein. Maybe it's not getting enough carbs. Maybe it's not getting enough fat where you are having this urge and it's a basically physiological drive to get what it needs because you're not giving it. So it's sensing food is scarce. We need to get everything in right now. The second reason, and I like to kind of combine mental and emotional because there's just a lot of overlap, but you're not allowing yourself the foods that you want to eat. So some type of food, whether it be a carb, maybe it's sweets, maybe it's something that you don't deem clean enough, you're not allowing it. Therefore, it becomes so much more appealing to the point where your mind says, we need to eat all of this. We're not allowed to have it. I'm almost like feeling like I'm a bad person for eating this or I'm guilting myself. Maybe you're even eating it, but while you're eating it, you're like shaming yourself. Like, oh, I'm being so bad right now for eating this. That is placing this mental and emotional like barrier where you're feeling restricted. Guess what? Restriction creates fixation. We're going to want these things so much more and to such a greater extent. Like, We want a whole like box of cookies instead of just allowing ourselves to have one and moving on. The another piece of emotional um, restriction comes from just not being satisfied from the food that you are eating. So whether that be you're rushing and you're really distracted all the time and you're not allowing yourself to like just be present and rest and enjoy the food as an experience, or you're not just enjoying, you're not eating food that you actually enjoy. So maybe you're eating a a smoothie or a green salad or something that you just like truthfully hate, but you're doing it because you feel like you need to do that to be healthy or you need to do that to lose weight. You're not satisfied. Guess what? You're going to continue searching for something to fill that void, to fill that gap in satisfaction. A A lot of times I see this as we are wanting something, but we try to make a healthier alternative. So maybe you make like a high protein cookie recipe and it just doesn't cut it for you, or you're going to cut like the fat out of a recipe. And then you're sitting there and you're like, wow, that just really like, I could eat all of this, even though I'm physically full. I just want to keep eating because I'm not satisfied. So we have to remember there are many components to this, but they all are going to stem to some form of restriction, mental, emotional, or physical. So my biggest recommendation, start allowing the foods. If you can't break this cycle, At some point, you have to realize if restricting more and placing more food rules and placing more structure, if that was going to work, it already would have worked. You don't need to try another diet to distract yourself. You need to start getting to the root of why is this happening in the first place? Are my needs getting met in nutrition and otherwise? A lot of times we are trying to, in terms of emotional, like we're feeling like we need to eat over this emotion. We're uncomfortable. Well, guess what? We can't diet our way into not emotional eating. We have to find out why we're doing it, find out what we're trying to eat over, and find a different solution that is going to give us what we truly need in that moment. Because we know that we don't feel good after you overeat or binge eat, especially if you're in that cycle where every single day you're raiding the pantry at night and it's almost become this habit. You're like, how can I ever not do this? Well, it starts with one, giving yourself allowance to eat freely, to eat enough adequately often, 
and stop perpetuating the cycle. The reason that we do these things is because we are regularly participating in behaviors that are restrictive. And it's going to just keep happening unless we hit in the butt, basically. Second question that I got was referring to when calorie deficits can be helpful. And this is something that I know, like, even in the industry that I'm in and preaching that food is fuel and we need to eat at maintenance most of the time, I am not opposed to utilizing a calorie deficit, which means that you're eating less calories than you're burning in a day to lose body fat. And sometimes that is a way that we can actually improve our health. If we have excess body fat, we are likely not optimally functioning internally. We've got things that we can improve on. Sometimes losing body fat and needing to be in a calorie deficit for a period of time is important. What people get wrong and what I see daily on the, on the phone with women who are saying, yeah, I've been eating 1,000, 1,200, 1,300 calories for two years, that is the issue, is that we are spending our lives there. And that's when things start to go downhill. That's when it actually can be more harmful than helpful. Or if you don't have excess body fat to lose and you've never spent time at maintenance, then you don't need to be in a calorie deficit. And under eating is harming your health and making things harder in terms of making progress, improving your body composition, feeling better. So it's a very nuanced. And I don't want to sit here and demonize, you know, periodizing your nutrition and being smart about it. because. For a lot of people who it's it's all about context. For a lot of people, they need to eat less sometimes and they need to be more cognizant of you know lowering their calorie intake. But most of the people who are obsessed with calorie deficits are people who should not be in a calorie deficit. They need to be eating more food, expending less energy. Now, that being said, if you are somebody who is like, well, I I just didn't know. I'm not shaming you. I'm just saying there's a time and a place for it. However, spending your entire life there or spending years and years there is not helpful. And I also see people just take it to extremes. Remember, in a calorie deficit, more and a deeper deficit is not always better. That will speed up how quickly your body adapts to that lower intake, meaning that you may not have as much longevity with your process, with your progress, with your fat loss, whatever it may be. You want to take things slow and steady. You want to be consistent and you want to be moderate most of the time. There are time and place for like, you know, starting out a little bit, you know, more aggressive and then tapering off. But for the most part, we don't want to be just eating less and less and less. That doesn't equate to more fat loss. So I know a little bit of a rant here, but time and place for a calorie deficit. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, basically just talking about energy balance. So we have the amount of calories we need to maintain our physique. That means that we are you know, let's say we're working and we're working out and our bodies need calories to just often like function, digestion, all these systems, our heart pumping blood. We need a certain amount of calories just to maintain. If we eat the amount of calories that we need to maintain or roughly, we will maintain our weight. If we eat more calories, we will gain weight. If we eat less calories than we're burning in a day, we will lose weight or lose body fat given that our macros are set properly, et cetera, et cetera. So there is a time and place to be at maintenance most of the time, aka like like 75% of your calendar year. And there's a time where being in a calorie deficit can be healthy, can be beneficial, and can give you like improvements in your physique, improvements in your biomarkers, improvements in, you know, your health. But 
there is always too much of a good thing. So just wanted to put that out there. And if you are struggling with setting up your nutrition, shameless plug, that's what I do. I take the stress and the guesswork out of it for you so that you know you're doing things that are effective, efficient, and you're not harming yourself while trying to do something you think is healthy. So that's a good segue into this last question. And very timely being that I just launched Lean Lifestyle 2.0, which is a group reverse diet program. So it's going to help you do exactly what you need to do if you've been living in a calorie deficit for too long, or you suspect that you have a slow metabolism, you suspect that you have been under eating, even whether it was an intentional or unintentional, you know, that's something that we need to write. We need to get your body responsive again, get your body back up to maintenance. So the question was, how long do I need to reverse diet if I've been, and this client, this, this lady was on the phone with me and we were talking about her history. She had been dieting for two years. So she asked me, how long do I need to reverse diet before I can cut again? And I get it, guys. I get it. I know we're in a rush to get back into a deficit, to lose body fat. But here's the thing. It is not a race and we are not trying to get right back into diet land right as we are getting out. So we want to spend basically, if you want a definitive number, you really want to get up to your maintenance, find out where that is and how long it's going to take you is going to depend on how long you were dieting, how responsive your body is in the process. Really can't give you a number. I've had clients who spend almost six months reversing up, getting up to maintenance, increasing their maintenance. And we just continue to see progress and progress. And, you know, we want to spend at least two, three months at maintenance before testing a deficit again. Basically, more time in your calendar year should be spent at maintenance than in a deficit. So it depends on how long you've been, like I said, how long you've been dieting, how slow or fast did you reverse up? Have you ever lived at maintenance before? How's your hormone profile? How responsive was your body? Like those things. And let's not forget that the bodies that we want are not built in a deficit. They are built while we're reversing. We can definitely put on lean muscle, but at maintenance. So have you ever spent time focusing on building muscle for like an extended period of time? And I'm talking six, 12 months, years. So if you haven't, you will not have anything new to reveal if you go to try to lose body fat. You will probably end up skinny fat again. You will end up not loving your shape, not being toned, not being, you know, defined. So my question to her was, well, how long were we doing this prior? And I said, honestly, we're going to need to give it time. We're going to need to put that desire to constantly be in a deficit. If that was going to work, it would have already worked. The reason why we can't stay there is because it has diminishing returns. Eventually our body's like, yeah, nope. And more often, how like if we are constantly chasing that deficit, it gets less and less effective. We want to be really choosy, really strategic. And don't underestimate the amount of progress you can make while you're reversing and while you're at maintenance. So my question is, as long as possible, as long as possible. And like I said, there are time and places for a deficit. But if you've been living in a deficit for 15 years, we're not going to just spend two months at maintenance and then jump back into it. There are so many benefits to giving your body a break, getting your thing, you know, getting things functioning, gaining lean body mass in the process. You're going to only improve your body composition, improve your health, improve your quality of life, you know, to have like good workouts again, to have 
flexibility and food freedom again to build that definition, that tone. You know, you want to just be able to maintain your body on higher calories and occasionally dip your toes in the water and then, you know, cut. But then you want to get right back up. And for those who are new here, go ahead and revisit that reverse dieting episode that I did. I dove deep into what it is, how to effectively, you know, crush a reverse. But basically, it's a process of getting your metabolism responsive again. That bridge between a low calorie intake, whether you were chronically dieting, unintentionally under eating, just not eating enough, or intentionally, you want to get yourself back up to maintenance. So we slowly basically add logs to the fire of your metabolism to kind of reactivate it, reset it. And then you get, you basically nurture your metabolism to adapt up. Our metabolisms and our bodies are very adaptive in both directions. So if they can downregulate, you bet your butt we can upregulate it. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me for a good 15 minutes of your day. I hope this was helpful. I hope you found some value in it. And like I said, I hope you're walking away feeling less alone, uh, less down or defeated or discouraged. Remember that we always have the opportunity to make that next right decision. So you're never too late. You're never too far gone. It's always in our control. If you put yourself in that driver's seat mentally, you always have the opportunity to take back that control and just make one small next step towards feeling better, towards making progress. I will um, say that the Lean Lifestyle Group coaching program is tailored towards people who need to reverse diet. However, we're going to be focusing a lot on these mindset things of learning how to live out of a deficit and dealing with body image struggles, relationship with food struggles. Usually the reason that we got into the spot that we are in has a lot more to do with our mindset and wanting that control. So learning how to be patient, learning how to trust your body, learning how to trust the process, how to rest, how to be graceful and gentle with yourself. All of those things are going to be incorporated as we navigate through this as a group. So like I said, we are starting on February 20th. If you're listening this to this as it is aired, but if not, please still reach out to me. We have, there's so many other options and evergreen programs. And so I would love to chat and just see how we can get you feeling better. 